Please listen carefully. I don't, we don't have to leave in what the yelling was about. I just want to leave in, this is not a two-way relationship, Natasha. I'll see what I decide. Most likely, no. <laughs> yeah, I, who are we kidding? What do you mean? You'll see what you decide. You're going to see that nine-minute file, and you're going to go straight to downloading the three that are below it. I always rage at it, so. What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, the podcast that we plan five minutes before we start recording. I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. Is that even true, though? Because (laughs) these ideas were given to us. That's, I was literally just about to say, shout out to Mm. loyal fans, uh, the sisters, the The MVPs, uh, who answered our call for hey you know we're doing a little cheeky friday afternoon recording uh and i posted this to them on wednesday and said what would you like to hear from us and they gave us a bunch of ideas many of which could not be turned around in two days so thanks (laughs) uh but a a handful that could uh and so we've taken that and we're we're recording today the best costumes that we've seen in movies we're not doing a pick one each we're just going to chat through some of the most beautiful visually stunning costumes we've ever seen because there's too many gorgeous costumes in this world to just pick one. Like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you to, I don't remember who suggested this, but thank you. You know who you are. We love you. <laughs> no, you know, me... we, we don't remember. I think it, it was, was Arda, wasn't it? Could have been Marina as well. Oh, it could have been could've Shanice Could have been, been <laughs> any of them. But also, if you're listening to this and you're not in the exclusive Everyone and Their Sister Slack channel. Oh, it was Marina. It was Marina. Take it back. I take it back. <laughs> thank you, Marina. Uh, if you're not in that, uh, you know, you do have to get to number one fan level to be invited. But until then, you can always message us on Instagram or on Twitter at EatsCast. Or you can send us a voice note through Anchor of you know, what what you want to hear from us about. Because any idea that we don't have to come up with ourselves, that's a time saver. That's more time for us to actually record. Are we going to use it to record? No. We're going to use it to not speak to each other at all. But (laughs) we'll have it and we'll appreciate you for that. And I promise if you're not one of our number one fans, we will remember your name so that we can credit you. (laughs) So the reason why, you know, in the slew of messages we got back of ideas that we could not do because there was no way in hell Steph was going to watch a movie in two days. She Mm -hmm. needs more time. Um, When I saw the costume one, I was like, oh, we're going to do that one because specifically I knew that what I would talk about is the Cinderella dress from the 2015 live action that Lily James wore. Oh, I thought I went to Cinderella story, Hillary Duff or something. (laughs) Listen, and her converse in that are also great. But when I tell you that I like I can't I don't even really it's not that I don't like that movie the movie exists it's perfectly fine it did exactly what it needed to do as a Cinderella story uh it's got the classic uh you know evil stepsister in it who's always an evil stepsister so we love that for her but that movie that blue dress I the first time I saw it I gasped I did so much research about this dress because I was like, is it faked? There's no Mm. CGI in that dress at all. One, it is hand embroidered with over 100,000 crystals to make it glow. It's got LED lights in it to make sure that it glows from the inside. So it sparkles? They used a special technique that like barely existed before this or is like so ancient it's not used anymore. To make sheets of fabric and silk and polyester that were so thin, when they move, they float to the ground like Kleenex. And each one of those layers was hand-painted to give the dress its, like, range of colors. Because it's, like, a little bit blue, a little bit green, a little bit purple, all watercolor. It's 11 meters long, like, wide, basically. So, like... Lily James couldn't walk anywhere in that thing with how wide it is. I, every single time, I I will watch that movie every year just to watch (laughs) the scene where she walks down the stairs in that dress. And then she dances with uh, uh, Madden and that dress is floating all over the place. 
I, <laughs> stunning, stunning. The costume designer was Sandy Powell. And I remember, I, I think the only place you can watch this was a Cineplex pre-show, like before the movie came out, where they were doing a special exhibit in like New York or something, or maybe Europe, because it was Swarovski, with the different costumes from the movie. And Sandy Powell was talking to like fucking Tanner Zipchen or whatever <laughs> and was explaining like the dress and everything that went into it. And I remember sitting in the theater being like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. And then they didn't win for best costume that year. I think Mad Max won. And I, mm. I screamed. I was like, they basically invented a new technique for making clothes. And they didn't win. So I just had wow. to get that off my chest right at the beginning. Mad Max won. That's something. It was something like that. I remember hearing that Lily James had this, so she obviously was in a corset and she was just like crying all the time because it hurt so much. And I was like, eh. <laughs> check oh, they were they were saying actually that like the corset generally was fine. But this is what I thought was funny. She couldn't eat while she was wearing it. Then you would cry. <laughs> That's when she would no. cry. So they'd have to loosen it. But it's so pretty. It's so every time it moves. I haven't seen that movie out, in years. To find Same. out that it's real, when I tell you it, imp- like that dress has imprinted on me. I would never wear that dress. I was going to say, life. like, that style is not, n- I'm saying nice. I'm accusing, oh, is someone going to come at me? Hold on. I'm pulling up an image. It's the, the costume designer said that she wanted to make it look like someone in the 40s designing mm. a dress from the 1800s. And like, bang on, you yeah. did it. <laughs> I honestly thought when you were talking about dresses that you were going to talk about um, the the dress from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, don't worry. I also talk about that one. Okay. But, but I will say in our Crazy Rich Asians episode, we talked about that one a lot. And That's I talked true. about how my favorite thing was that she was verified. Oh, the wedding dress? <laughs> yeah. So no clothing at all. Clothing I mean, it was a gorgeous optional. dress, but it was even better because she was barefoot. I think Crazy Rich Asians could have done way better on their costuming. Yeah, I think their color story was well done, but yes. I did, I forget where I was reading it, but I read that like the clothes were so expensive from that movie that they required their own security or something. I'm sure, but I feel like in particular, and so many people have this conversation, Astrid was done wrong. Oh yeah. It didn't feel right. Like for her to be wearing that hideous Audrey Hepburn dress <laughs> at the beginning, especially when her in particular, it's like in the book that the most beautiful dress anyone has ever seen her in that like they love in her they ask her where she gets it from and she says zara i know and everyone i think know. that she's like lying because the point is that it's her it's the way she wears them um yeah no the cinderella dress always just like it will especially like because every time someone else has tried to recreate never been the same that one was perfection in the exact opposite the new cinderella movie with camilla whatever Oh. Exact opposite from a costuming perspective. <laughs> it looks like every time I like see any, I still haven't watched the movie because I'm. There's I no don't reason want to. to. As someone who has but, watched it, don't. Like every time I see it, it just seems like, like a child designed. You know what I mean? Like it looks like a play put on by children. <laughs> or like. like pantomime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like it, it, like it looks like it's supposed to be funny. You know, like it's like making fun of Cinderella mm. almost. Fail. Oh, you wish, but no, no. Okay. They think those dress. They think those are. Well, I think the only costume in that whole thing that is like not too bad is the one. The like princess, the uh, prince's sister has like one good costume, and uh, Billy Porter. Billy Porter looked good in that. Billy Porter looked good in that. But like, I feel like that's probably from his personal closet. I, I imagine he went there and he saw the costume they had for him and he went. And he was like, mm, absolutely let me call not. Up, let me call up for the rejects I had from the Met. <laughs> I love it. What's another costume? Oh, if we're going to talk other costumes, I'm going to bring up an entire movie. Yeah. The only movie in the entire Marvel series that has ever been worth anything for costuming, Black Panther. Yeah. 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 Ruth Carter is the costume designer for that. She won. And my fa- I, before we even talk about the costumes, my favorite thing ever is that she won for best costume design for Black Panther. She goes up on stage to do her speech. And I think there's like a little white man standing behind her who maybe is like also <laughs> part of the costuming team. He didn't get to say a single word during her entire acceptance speech. And I loved it. I just remember her acceptance speech forever. So I was like, go, go you. You did a great job. <laughs> there's a great video of her like explaining the details of like, what this symbol meant where she took the inspiration from and brought into the costume 
think it like a GQ YouTube video. GQ is that right? Probably. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm like no, that's. I mean, you, I I wouldn't be surprised. GQ's kind of like all over the place. You know, they would, especially because those costumes were, I mean, stunning. I like the only superhero with a stylish quote unquote outfit is Black Panther. Because I feel like the suit is just so ugly in general. <laughs> like a skin tight, like a yeah, I guess you're just showing off the man's oh, but physique. His like, his like, uh, but his has like his collar. Yeah, it yeah, looks okay. good. It's pretty. It's not like Spider Man. Sorry, Tom Holland. But like your costume's not that great. <laughs> it reminds me. His collared outfit reminds me of like um, Korta from like like my South Asian culture. It looks very similar. And I love it, especially when it, like, has, like, brocade um, details on it. That looks real fucking good. (laughs) One outfit from that movie, too, that's, like, really understated that I really love is I think it's from the scene where there's that one of, like, his personal female guard. And they're wearing, like, those gold Mm -hmm. necklaces that are very, like, popular in African style. And she tells Scarlett Johansson to move. That's not the outfit I'm talking about. I just always love bringing up that scene. Because to this day, Wow. (laughs) Um, but in that scene, uh, T'Challa is wearing just a plain black suit, like very fitted, very good, but he's got this gorgeous, um, printed scarf, Uh like tied around his shoulder and like draped. And it's just one of those moments where you're like, wow, you're royalty. Like, like Thor and Loki could never, and they're also royalty. This is, this is exactly why when we're playing that mind reading game, (laughs) you were like, name a prince. Or whatever from Marvel or something. Oh, wait, it was like superhero and prince. prince. And we had to come up with a word to connect the two. And obviously, we didn't think Loki or Thor. We we're going to think like Black Panther, obviously. Yeah, because he exudes royalty. And then you throw in um, the costumes that the warriors were wearing. Stunning. Yeah. Oh my God, the queen's costume. She just had all these great like shoulder embellishments. Yeah. Love it. We've talked about men in suits before, but like, yeah, you could I, go a little like, crazy, men. Here's the thing: he comes out in that scarf on his suit, and I'm like, this is how men should be dressing. Like, yeah, there's no question. Oh, oh. If you're wearing a, a suit, why are you not also wearing a long, you know, embroidered, intricate scarf over it? Like, like bring a little, you know, something extra to the table. A sirs. color, a brooch, an embellishment, even any pattern suits. Pattern suits look great. Oh my god, I love a good pattern suit. But I think like it's always worth commenting that again, that to me is the first Marvel movie that it was even bothering. It, you even bothered to mention the costumes outside of maybe True. talking about the suits. Yeah. Because no one else, even Thor, which is supposed to take place in this like magical world and it's got a very Grecian inspired look or Roman inspired look. I mean despite I think- being I think well-rounded is probably the best word for that movie because not only were the costumes great, setting was phenomenal, and also music. The music from oh that God. album, everybody was listening to that album constantly. That Not to turn this into a Black Panther episode, <laughs> that one scene where they're dancing on the boat and like the costumes, oh yeah. the music, all of that together. What a moment. I also think there was a moment too where one of the, I think he's like, He's on the, like, high council or whatever you would call them. And Mm -hmm. he's in a... It's just a random side character. He's in, like, a bright green suit Mm -hmm. with this, like, lime green shirt. And, like, as someone who has watched a lot of, like, Nigerian Hollywood movies, because my mom loves them for some reason, I would, like, immediately recognized that inspiration for that suit. But he also has the, like, disc in his Mm -hmm. lip. Yeah, yeah. It just... Everything about that, they really just brought it together. And we love to see it. Love it. Um, speaking of other cultural costumes. Yeah, yeah. I, come on, I was waiting. <laughs> this is this is like specifically the one where I was like, oh, I can't remember the name because I've watched so many of these. And I've like I mentioned it in the Bollywood episode. And again, not to make this about Bollywood, but I watch a lot of like historical Bollywood films and there's a lot that goes into like the costuming and the setting and stuff like that. So I was like, I have to remember like the two most iconic ones. The first most iconic is of course, and I talked about this before, Dave Das. Um, the costumes in that are amazing. Like they're so gorgeous. It to the point where like it affected 
um, the fashion industry in South Asia for like quite a number of years like to the point where like I remember being like I don't know like a teenager I guess I was a teenager or was I in my early I don't even remember how old I was <laughs> however old I was when that came out and we like would go back home to like Pakistan India wherever and we'd be buying these little bangles that had this like stupid little bell on them hanging off of them because they were very popular in the movie where like there's a point where like I think it's Madhuri is dancing and like she's like ringing the little bell and we're like who wears bangles like that like where where do i get them and so people were making copies of these bangles everywhere the costumes were beautiful like the color choices were amazing um so that was like my top one that i can remember but my second top one which is like also quite an iconic um costume is from the movie uh diwani mastani and there's a dance scene in there um, with the main actress and she's wearing this like historical um, mogul costume basically with this like hat and it's like all gold and she's in a gold dance room everyone is wearing gold it's but she looks phenomenal and she comes in with like this little like it looks like a guitar it's called like a sitar I guess like that and then she like comes in and starts playing it and you're like <gasps> and she just looks stunning and I remember watching like a bunch of TikToks about how like iconic there's a scene where like the camera work like zooms up like the movie isn't even that good it's all about like (laughs) this one scene to be honest and it like zooms up and you see her spin and her skirts are like encompassing like the entire center of the ballroom and it's beautiful listen it's such a stunning scene i love a flowing skirt it was so like it made me want like i think she's wearing what's similar to something called an anarchy and she's wearing like i've wanted those i want like all my suits to be those now (laughs) because i'm just like i just want that spinning skirt what i'd like to say is it's offensive that you have not supplied us with screenshots uh, I because, mean, I can like, do that. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to talk about something, people might have not seen. I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll and send you the link to the actual music Ooh. video. I mean, oh, but send me a screenshot so I can look at it while we're in the episode. I'm not going to start a video. <laughs> That's true. Could you imagine if someone was editing and they had to cut out the I'm Bollywood at- music playing in the background? Hold up. Would they do it, though? Because Steph is editing, so she <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting the I'm letting the people know what they want to know. But that, I love that. Uh, If you are listening to this episode, uh, we will post a link to this on our Twitter and probably on our Instagram as well. Oh my God, we'll definitely have an Instagram slide of like all the outfits we've talked about today. Yes. Oh my God. The detail on this skirt. It's gorgeous. Oh, you guys have this is literally. What she is she have like a halo a, on her head or something like? That's that's the hat. So it's like a oh. type of hat that like it was very popular at this time in like the Ottoman Empire, essentially, yeah. and like I think all women and men wore them. It's giving me two things. I'm gonna say one: if you like Belle's dress, this is giving mm-hmm. a very like South Eastern interpretation of it, like Beauty and the Beast style. But also, she looks like a beautiful lamp. And I want you to know that both of those things are compliments. Because yep. I know they might not she looks sound like, a like beautiful it. Beautiful lamp. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's giving me like my mother definitely had that skirt, like a shittier version of it, as a lamp. You know what I mean? Like one of those ones that was like it would kind of taper in near the end and then flute out at the bottom, and then it had little like dangling charms mm-hmm, hanging mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. of it all the way around, little fake crystals. Yep. Like my mother had that lamp, Same. and this woman is giving the better version of that lamp and it's stunning it, and i it's, dare anyone to disagree with me that it's not giving lamp yeah it's stunning also like the link i sent you also says in the article it took them six months to choose this outfit for this dance scene and i'm like you know what i get it it had to be perfection and it worked so well in this scene i remember watching there was like i think i was i follow like a bunch of like korean tiktokers and this one korean tiktoker is just like have you seen this one scene from this random Bollywood film? It is absolutely stunning. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, everybody talk about this one scene. It's actually like, your eyes are just like, I don't understand what's happening. And I love every minute of it. I like a good assault on the eyes mm-hmm. for like a movie. Yeah. Like a movie is where you can get away from me with maximalism. I don't love it in my personal everyday life because I'm like, I need a, I need a rest. I need, I need a place to look to just calm down a little bit. But in a movie... 
Give me everything. Give me over the top. Give I'm also House of Gucci gaudy <laughs> tackiness. I'm also thinking like this is the same film where my other favorite song <laughs> they're also wearing really fun costumes, but it's the men wearing fun costumes. And they're wearing like fun like um like the puffy pants classic. They're wearing like these little like turban things and they're doing like a little fun little jumpy dance. And you know what? Also honestly, very good costuming. <laughs> Now, Steph was talking about things that imprinted on her, and I can't remember how far you got into that thought. I think I will just... Don't bring up Pride and Prejudice again. Well, I was... Pride and Prejudice doesn't even have good costumes. Like, <laughs> if you if you take a step back, and you're like, do you remember any of them? Like, maybe one or two, but nothing that I'm like, this yeah. is extraordinary. Uh, but I need to go do a shout out first to Korean dramas, because as you're mentioning, I love a flowing jacket. Oh yeah, and they love a flowing jacket as well, but they love it in a slow mo. And if if <laughs> if one flowing jacket doesn't appear in a season, the show doesn't get made. So that's how you know they love a flowing jacket. They love them. So the shows that imprinted me—they're not shows; they're movies. And I'm like, now I'm thinking, I'm like, is my style literally been constructed from these particular movies? Yes. Maybe. We are aware of that. The fact are that they? you want a Victorian nap dress. <laughs> okay, but. But the ones I'm picking are Devil's like Devil wears Prada. I'm like, that's what a real businesswoman <laughs> wears to work. Have I done any of that? Never. No. Then I had Clueless. Clueless. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, again, yeah. I have not taken any of that, <laughs> that costuming. Clueless, Clueless was a moment in time. Yeah. In, but in that's 20, coming back now, though. It is. But in 2015, you couldn't wear the yellow plaid mini skirt blazer combo yeah. to your tech job like you know but what i, I would have <laughs> but i would have um i have a great 70s dress that's plaid we, we all you know what i'm talking about anyways yeah. <laughs> um i so those are like the ones i'm like oh 13 going 30 i'm like that's what a real woman <laughs> a real woman a real <laughs> adult wears to work the fact that that the dress she wears during the like Michael they do the Michael Jackson thriller the famous dance, one yeah. and she's wearing a favorite dress is now like coming back in a big way mm-hmm. and like you can find it all over the internet and people are taking and I think like Cardi B or something like that like maybe Doja Cat I can't remember who somebody wore it recently and it was like in an ad for Fashion Nova or something and it's wow. the thirteen going on thirty dress the only difference is it has cutouts on the side and like that's an iconic outfit which is wild to think about because it's not even that cute cute. no it's not it's fun just gonna say i'm like ah it's 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 like empire waist so like that's not cute for anyone um but baby doll style baby doll that's the word and like it, it fits the character it fits what's going on so i get it but like objectively not cute what else did i have on my list i have oh i was like mean girls as a form of storytelling because we're just talking about things that look good but like in the form of being like oh this is character progression <laughs> this is mean girls we got katie heron well, who else did i have on here 13 going on no 13 the movie 13 with like uh evan Your rachel favorite. wood <laughs> that was like a te- that the low-rise jeans i'm like that's what that's what hardcore teens that's what they wear that's what i want to be hardcore teens just kidding. and then and then you think of like vamp- but like watching vampire diaries was triggering to me so i'm like oh my god i wore those heinous low-rise jeans and the henley from hollister brought flashbacks to me i couldn't like that to me has stuck with me and i'm unable to move it past it um and then oh and then my last one was like handmaid's tale like that's a good storytelling what is that classified as fi- not science fiction speculative fiction yeah like ways to show and i'm like yeah i could see that happening literally tomorrow can't wait um <laughs> can't but wait the, can't wait for that actually yeah. i'm old now so my ovaries aren't fresh do you guys have any that like you watched but you don't remember any of the plot you just watched it for the looks hmm. I, like the I'm one sure. that i automatically think yes. of is like mary antoinette because i'm like i uh, don't remember oh. liking that movie i watched it purely for costume yes and it's stunning and people shit on that movie when they shouldn't it's actually a decent movie but it's you watch it for the costuming that is very much a movie that the whole point of it is that it's a feast for the eyes yeah another one like that is a wrinkle in time Uh i'm not gonna say it's not that it's not a bad movie it's just made for children i think i was just too old to to really get from it what it wanted to give so Mm -hmm. it's fine that i didn't like it or didn't love it i should say but the visuals, Oprah in oh that God. movie, her, every single outfit was just perfection. 
we didn't talk about Crimson Peak. That was a good one. Yeah, I've, that is a good the one. The mustard. I think mustard's in that that color yeah. color story, as we say. Um, but the I wanted, red was a big deal in that one. I wanted to shout out to YouTube. So if you're into like clothing, what is uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Clothing commentary. Indi- yeah, like they they yeah. look at a whole whatever season movie and they talk about oh, every like costume born on TV. Yeah, Mina Lee is good on YouTube, and then Modern Girls with a Z, they do <laughs> they do stuff, and so some of them. This isn't um, TV or movie related, but she was looking at like how Tumblr is coming back, the Tumblr fashion of like, what is it? I want to see we que cute. What is it? What's the word? Kawaii? No. What? What's the word? I don't know. It's not important. What? How is it spelled? I can't. I don't even know. Twee, twee, twee. Oh, I was like, what word? I do you? I not like, know. What the fuck are you trying to say? Yes, twee is coming back. Twee. And you know what? I hope, I hope the kids have a great time. Like Peter you Pan collars, get out. You know what Zoe I just remembered? Uh, sorry, you continue your thought. My whole thought was Zoe Deschanel. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I just remembered a specific because, like, obviously, anytime I like want a piece of clothing that I see on TV or movies, I go to WarnOnTV.com or whatever, yeah. and I look up whatever where where it's from. Um, the only one that I still to this day bothers me that I'm like I can't buy this anywhere is the fucking Letterman jacket from Crazy Head. That purple Letterman <laughs> so jacket. Good. Fucking still, and I I think one place I found did custom versions of it, but it costs like an obscene amount of money to get it custom done. And I was like, why? For a Letterman jacket? Really? Is this who I am? (laughs) Speaking of incredibly iconic, just like regular wear. And because you were thinking, you said bring it, uh, you said Mean Girls, this reminded me of it. The costume designer for Mean Girls also worked on Bring It On. And you cannot tell me that in particular, the Clover's costume in bring it on is not one of the most iconic pieces yeah. of like a Agreed. movie costume ever the fact that to this day people are still wearing that as like a halloween costume that movie came out what like over 20 years ago mm-hmm. it i so good and like such a simple design but so effective at doing what it needed to do oh i have to talk about euphoria how can i not <laughs> talk about you i mean listen i don't know if the teens are wearing it this day these days are they? Do we know? Probably, probably not to school. Not to not Euphoria say, High, no. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to say that they're not wearing it, period. There does seem to be a, an interesting amount of discourse on the internet about how accurate My question is, who, Euphoria is who, for teens. Like, I mean, I don't even know who wrote Euphoria. Like, I, how old Sam is this person? Sam Levinson. Oh, Sam Levinson? Yeah, he wrote yeah. He wrote your favorite... Assassination Nation. Yeah. yeah. But, and the more Sam Levinson content I watch, the more I think the mistake that's being made is in Assassination Nation, he talked about how he heavily used input from the, the cast of women, like the cast of girls who were all like early 20s, late teens. He used their input to make sure that certain things rang true. And I feel like that's not following through because there's been a lot of conversations about how, like, if you have, like, an argument with Sam Levinson on the set about your character storyline, he will, like, pull their storyline back. That is speculation right now with Barbie Ferreira's character. But I will say every every single character on that show, you show me an outfit, I know exactly who's wearing it. I know what was going on. Their color palettes are good. They all look great no matter what. Like... And he does visually make a very good movie. One of the good things about Assassination Nation is like, it is a visually stunning movie. If we're talking about iconic pieces, if Assassination Nation had been more popular, that red vinyl trench coat that all mm. four of them are wearing at the end of the movie, that is their like hashtag girl boss trench coat. I wonder if they had the excellent. same costume designer. Mm, you would think no. And it's like, you can't not, like, you can't take. For granted, the impact Euphoria has had on, like, makeup and beauty trends. I wonder... So this is based on an Israeli sh- teen show, and I wonder if their costumes are as good as this. Or well, like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Talking about uh, commentary and TV shows. So my favorite fashion commentary is still a blog, because those still exist. Tom and Lorenzo. What? Um, <laughs> oh my god. It To this day, this is one of, like... 
I, this is probably one of the most consistent sites in my life that like I still wow. go to this actual website to read their content regularly because they post fashion commentary of like red carpets of pap like on the street shots but their bread and butter is when they do for me shows and when they do like movies like they did a whole line uh, of a whole series on like the single most iconic costumes for movies where they talk about legally blonde and like her How pink did we not talk about that one end. yeah but their i for me what started all was their mad men commentary i never i don't even know that i finished mad men to be honest with you maybe i did and i don't remember like i couldn't tell you at this point in my life but i read every single post they ever wrote about the mad men fashion because one thing you have to give that show is that costume designer was working overtime that woman, well, every single day of her life, she was talking to Mad Men costumes because the little tiny minute details that were done in that show were amazing. I think one thing in particular that always stands out to me is something I remember is um, the redheaded character, Joan, Christina mm. Hendricks, someone yeah. who plays her. Um, obviously, her style is you know, very 1960s businesswoman, you know, she's got the cleavage, they're pretty low cut, everything she wears is form fitted, it's beautiful, it's stunning. But one minor thing they bring in is that her connection to relationships is with flowers. And whenever she is having, she in the earlier seasons, she has this like love interest who is like a boyfriend she ends up marrying. And she wear whenever she's having a good time with him, she wears dresses with these giant, blooming, gorgeous flowers on them. And one day, and this is a spoiler for this like <laughs> ten year old show. Matt, have you watched the show? It doesn't matter. Okay, she's never going to. Uh, let's be honest. Um, I've watched a couple episodes, but I wasn't into it. I've never. They seen it. are married. I, th- I believe at this point they are married. And he comes to her at work and he brings her flowers and he informs her that he like enlisted or he re-enlisted and he is going back to the army and she's pissed. She's angry at him for doing this. She doesn't want him to do it. And he is telling her like, this is my last night before I go off to let's be real murder people. And so he essentially rapes her. Like he forces her to have sex with him um, in this office. And she is, Like, she, like, disassociates during it. Like, you can see it. That, like, she just... There's, like, this scene that's shot where, like, she's looking off to the side and she's looking at the dropped bouquet of flowers that he brought for her. Um, And, like, up until that moment, she thought that she was in, like, a very loving relationship with someone who was going to stick around for her and be a husband and a partner, which is what she wanted. And then he betrays her in, like, two ways in once. And after that, any single scene or any single moment where she is talking about her relationship, she is wearing dresses with flowers on them that are essentially wilting and dying. So they are brown, like the flowers will be brown and beige. They'll be cold, dark blue, black. Like it maintains that floral motif, but it it explains to you exactly how she feels about her relationship even when her words and her actions don't align with that because she's convincing herself that she's fine with it and that's what men do and it's what she her job is as a wife so it is just like that show in general was so stunning at costumes but that is always the one that sticks out to me the most that the costume designer carried so much of the weight of explaining how characters were truly genuinely feeling and where they were in life in that show because so few people in that show say what they genuinely mean so it's really really well done and that one just always sticks out to me and if you ever read because the commentary holds up you go back you read tom and lorenzo commentary on mad men there are like 500 posts about it because oh i think does they the, did one for every episode does the costume designer ever talk about the costuming anywhere yes. okay mad men check that youtube <laughs> yeah i'm interested yeah mad men quite a bit i think she did she wrote a book, someone wrote mm. a book about it, and she was heavily involved. But, like, she came out there, and it would be impossible for her not to talk about the costuming because that show revived an entire style of dressing. That's very true. I know because I am guilty of a <laughs> lot cloth. of the <laughs> yeah. mod cloth. You think mod cloth would be popular if it wasn't for Mad Men? It's true. Tumblr's coming back. Tumblr's coming back. <laughs> 
god. I but I love shit like that when someone's like, "Let me explain what they did behind the scenes yeah. that relates to." So I'm like, "Yes, put it in my veins." There are a couple of th- shows where like I will follow costume designers. If we're talking costumes, like n- let's say not costumes, but just like personal wear, I follow celebrity stylists. We've mm-hmm, talked same. about mm-hmm. Roach Law on this a lot. Um, but I also follow the personal stylist for Robert Sheehan, uh, because obviously I care deeply, but also I love the way that his personal stylist dresses him. I mean, I feel like at some point, if you're a celebrity and you're like going to events, just like fucking break all the rules. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Someone who clearly used to be like incredibly good at that. I'm not saying she's not anymore, but I think that it's not as much of her focus anymore. Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. When she first stepped out onto the scene, oh my god, was giving what I think Lupita Nyong'o is giving now and more consistently, where every single outfit she wore, no matter where she wore it to, that outfit told a story. Okay, so I'm sorry. The outfit, like, I gotta, I gotta cut to this. The outfit she wore to TIFF, what was it, 2018? I don't even know. It wasn't even that long ago. It was definitely before COVID, obviously. Yeah. We were going shopping. I think you were oh, in the store, yes, 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 yes. and I stood there staring at this woman's beautiful dress. This dress took up half the sidewalk. No, more than half the sidewalk. They had to block off the yeah. whole section. I was like, how do I get into the store when there's this huge blockade? And I was like, what do I do? And then I just stood there staring at her dress like, holy shit. I highly recommend Carrie Washington Tiff dress. It will come up. It was... Ugh, the I red and black it. one you know what all her outfits in scandal were also fantastic i have to say oh. i was re-obsessed with yeah. trench coats for the longest I time i love a coat give me any exactly. fucking coat oh and speaking of that you know a show that's really underrated that also had amazing costuming elementary okay oh, yeah if you, if you Lucy want to Lou. watch a show Mm-hmm. If you want to watch a show because something is beautiful, you watch Lucy Liu in Elementary. I I, I think I was reading somewhere, um, their costume designer was talking about dressing Lucy Liu. And they were talking about the seasons in Elementary. And like, it's never fucking summer in the show. It's always fall. And they were saying like, one, when we film it, we film it like it, it's fall. But two, Lucy Liu looks great in a boot and coats. So, like, it's always fall in this oh, show. the power. She is, oh my god, she looks amazing she, in everything she like, wears. There's, like, a bunch of scenes where, like, she's, like, working out or whatever. She's just wearing her, like, you know, athleisure, whatever. I, even in those outfits, I'm like, look at her collarbones. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> that, there are some people in this world that are just, like, level 10 dress wearers. Where I can aspire. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like they could wear the simplest thing in the world or they also have the personality to pull off the most detailed storytelling outfit in the world. And somehow both of those things give the same Mm -hmm. impact. Carrie Washington, Lupita Nyong'o, Lucy Liu. Those are some level 10. Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya is a level 10. Okay, also. She wears like the like breastplates. That like look like they were molded onto her body. Yes, they look- her her oh, the Met look where she's Joan of John Joan of Joan, Joan of Arc Joan of Arc. Oh, she is Joan of Arc. That yeah. one, but you can see. So her stylist uh, is La Roach. Her yeah. boyfriend Tom Holland's stylist is also La Roach, and you can see his style evolution, guys, in front of your face. Yeah. <laughs> when he made that, cha- La Roach is genuinely possibly. The best stylist out there right now. Like, I would die to be like, let's. I become famous, guys. He's my stylist. I would pay whatever. It, <laughs> let's say I'm a millionaire plus to have him. I'd be like, what would you do with me? Like, what would he do? He should do three things. I was sitting here thinking, like, why do I feel like I watched like a documentary about a stylist? It wasn't a doc. It was fucking the assassination of Johnny Musashi. <laughs> It's because, like, all the scenes where he talks about, like, designing and learning how to design and, like, the costuming. I'm like, why do I feel like I've, like, been entrenched in this world? Like, sometimes I'm like, do I want to make my own clothes? Ryan (laughs) Murphy. Ryan Murphy makes a good Mm. visual Mm. TV show. Yeah. But I think Ryan Murphy could take it to the next level if he found a costume designer to match his energy and they did everything Mm -hmm. together because sometimes things come so close but they don't quite get there like nurse ratchet had 
a pretty like the there's a consistency to the visual elements to all his stuff because clearly visually it's part of it but it with a little bit more effort ryan murphy if you just tried a little bit harder okay you could be giving house of gucci in the assassination of giovanni he's matched the faces of people so freaking well just just one step i don't even think it's him he just obviously he needs to find a better costume designer i think copying outfits i mean maybe maybe they'll have to copy outfits for like some of them are definitely copied like if you watch like the first season of american crime story obviously anything they dress marcia clark in is the exact freaking same (laughs) like it's on point (laughs) that one is more specific where like Actually, yeah, I, I was gonna say actually, yeah, it does tell the story of a decade now because we're not we're very far away from the decade when that happened. Mm-hmm. So it is also telling the visual story of yeah. The late I would 80s. say that yeah, that one would be early nineties, early nineties. Sure. Yeah, so like that. <laughs> I felt so old for a second. I was Why? like, oh no. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's true. <laughs> um. But, like, that that one, I would say that season of American Crime Story probably did really well in terms of designing compared to any of his other shows. Because, like, that one was, like, you had historical evidence. For Johnny Versace, I think it was a little bit harder because there's a lot of pieces of story that he's making up in between things. And so, like, you don't know what they look like, what's happening. I think there's parts of it where you're like, oh, I see. There's There are stories there. Like, there's a scene where... um. Darren Chris shows up to the opera and he clearly isn't dressed the same as everyone else. But it also is part of his personality where he doesn't want to look the same as everyone else. He wants to be different. But then he also, you can tell he's definitely borrowed a suit that is not fitted for him. (laughs) And so there's like so many of like these little like tiny elements here and there that you're like, oh, I can see the story you're telling. You definitely could see it being cleaned up a bit more for sure. The show Hollywood had that kind of thing where I could Mm -hmm. see... I'm not, I'm not knocking their current costume yeah. designer because I'm willing to bet it's Ryan Murphy's fault. Like, you have complete creative <laughs> control. Because, again, we know he gets bored of things very quickly. We can see that in his shows. The dude, you know, I, I guess in this way I relate to him. Laziness. I feel it. I get it. But you are being paid way more than I am, Ryan Murphy. So, like, let's bring it up a little bit, please. Because Hollywood had so many moments where like again the consistency and the visual story of the costumes was there but we could have ate we we could have camped this up even more you can't be Ryan Murphy and not camp probably American Horror Story has the most level of camp and even then it's in the seasons like Hotel or Coven and those are the ones where you're like "Mm, a feast for the eyes he definitely has an obsession with like latex masks and some sort of mask situation. Yeah, you know, you when you watch a person, like when you watch a single creator's art, you can definitely find out their kinks. Their <laughs> kinks and I believe this fully, the type of people that they are into because he hires a lot of his like he hires a lot of himbos that look very similar, like Evan Peters. Yeah. And then there's an Evan Peters lookalike in the second season of American Crime Story. I wasn't even going to say Evan Peters. More like okay, the guy that, um, oh, I wish I could remember the names of any of the characters that he plays, but he's also in uh, The Assassination of Giovanni Versace, and he's in multiple seasons of American Horror Story. Uh, he plays, I'm trying to think of like who he plays in a particular season. If you ever watch freak show he plays the like rich dandy that's like very spoiled ryan peters loves a young dumb brunette who is built that he loves it he loves it you mixed up ryan murphy and evan peters oh sorry ryan murphy there's a lot of names playing around it's friday evening i'm ready to go to bed evening it's afternoon don't worry maybe it's the afternoon who knows what happens we need to promote our services listen if you're out there and you're like my style game isn't where it should be and you're thinking what do you mean steph and christina to remake them we made remade that to the best of her she glowing you know any beautiful we we introduce her to a jumpsuit and if you're sitting here listening and you're like but i too need a makeover we're available Ring us up. Throw us an email. We'll make you a... Christina will make you a PowerPoint and then I'll pump you up like it's your own queer eye. I cannot tell you the like the changes we made in people's lives. Oh my God. We should get Andrea. I know That's you're not listening. Exactly what I was thinking of. 
this Andrea, if she adamant, I can't wear high waisted jeans, and I'm like, squeeze me. You are five feet tall. Yes, you can. We, I, I can tell you, we changed her life. We took, you know, she was stuck in a rut. She was wearing the same, basically the same kind of clothes that she would have worn since high school. Every dress she owned could have been worn to her like ninth grade. Uh, formal with its like lace and its ruching detail the colors were giving very much primary very much heavy saturation and we said we can we can uplift you we can make you better we have the tools and we turned her into someone that hated the act of shopping to someone who enjoyed it so much that they went back to the stores we recommended after we did a whole day shopping with them to buy more things we crafted a new version of that person and i'm sorry we did a necessary overhaul of natasha's closet where we got rid of some very important pieces that had to be got what's your review of the experience how did you feel um <laughs> i mean i was extremely high at the time so <laughs> i don't know if you remember okay. the the, yeah. the overhaul experience i was completely out of it however yeah that's fine we don't care about that. The, We're talking about the, the shopping experience, experience was and great. The clothing that you had afterwards. Yeah, the shopping experience was great. I enjoyed it. I have a lot of pieces now that I don't think I'll ever get rid of to the point where, like, I'm just like, I lo- it, even like the simplest things that I didn't own, like something as basic as like a white dress shirt. I didn't own one and I found one that was so amazing. The one that we picked out from Anthropology. And I yeah. love this thing. I'm like, I can never replace this. I love this thing so much. I mean, I probably could replace it. However, it's like, it's such a stupid little basic that I was like, I didn't own this before. And this is why I was struggling to layer clothing before. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like, sometimes you're just like, I don't have any basics, but like, that's what yeah. you need. I had a lot of, to go I had a lot of like, uh, interesting pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's so what I'll say. Interesting. Um, but <laughs> I was going to say, even though I can't help from the fashion standpoint, I can help for if you ever are shopping for an Indian wedding and you need your clothes mm. to be designed. Mm-hmm. I do tend to make my own designs and send them in to be made. And let me tell you, I have some good, good pieces that I got designed. <laughs> she had some nice Indian pieces. It's true. She had some nice South uh, South Asian wedding suits. Yeah. That we were like, we're not touching these. It's everything and else. And then I can tell you what's in fashion currently because it changes quite often. I can't wait for you to design my outfit for your wedding <laughs> when I officiate. <laughs> Anywho, anyways, yeah. Anywho. So, drop us a link if you're listening. You're yeah. like, I need to be remade, Shanice. I know you're listening, <laughs> and I know you are mad at me. <laughs> Bring this up, but we can do wonders. Listen, I know you don't care. You can keep this in because we know she listens to this podcast. I don't know if she's ready yet. I don't know if her heart is open the way that. Maybe it maybe you need to prep that little like uh, Google slides that you did for a everybody. Little document. It's like I think little, so because we can, had time... her theme. We had her theme ready. I immediately knew. Yeah, because the last time we broached this with her, I could tell the heart was closed off. There was a stubbornness there that needs to be got over. But we did we... this to the two most stubborn people that we know. I know. Am I, I one know. of those people? Yes. Yeah. I we, thought I was quite fair, open to the costume. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you make the list of one of the most stubborn people that I know because I don't include myself in that list. Oh, okay. Like, I can't because to know me is, to, and to be me is like, an odd sentence. You know what I mean? Like, looking back, how did Andrea even agree? <laughs> I don't even know how I, that I, happened. I, this is, how is this even still the podcast? I don't know. It, maybe this all gets cut. Maybe it doesn't. Have a great time, everyone listening to this. When I tell you that we, like, it... It turned from her being like, I think I might maybe need some advice to her, to us being like, we are taking over your closet. We're getting rid of everything. And she was so resistant and so hesitant at first, but we we chipped away. We chipped away and we got her to get rid of giant, massive piles of clothes. And we had, we had broken her down. She was a blank slate and then we took her shopping and we rebuilt her into someone who like viewed themselves totally different and had an appreciation for the way they looked in clothes when the clothes were the right ones. The, the number of clothes I made this woman try on when we went to, I, I like to start with an H&M because I like to get all the heavy cheap shit just out of the way immediately. Let's just try on quantity so we can find what you're gravitating towards from that. H&M is a great place to do that. The the piles of clothes, the looks we were getting. I so my many arms were aching by the end. Like I think we did for both Wendy and Andrea. 
We I was going to say Wendy was well. a breeze. Wendy, Wendy was, was a breeze, breeze because she she believed in the process yeah. and her heart was in it. <laughs> Others, not so much. Shanice. <laughs> anyway. Nat, there was some fighting back. Nat, there was some feeling that we had made a pile of things she to get She didn't trust rid of. us completely. Yes. She didn't trust us completely. Yes. And it, there was this feeling that like we made a pile of things to her to get rid of. And I was like, she's going back into that pile. I don't trust that she's. Not I don't think I did pile. actually. I don't think I. I, I think I, hopefully you didn't. But I also then remember that there was like a huge amount of clothes that you never showed us because you were like, oh, they were all dirty to be laundered, and I was like, did you have an entire closet's worth of clothes? I definitely that to be laundered. I do think I eventually got rid of most of them because like it was just like mostly like underwear and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, there were enough clothes where I would be like, because also I'm insane. And I'm, I'm calling that out on myself. I took a picture. When we do this process, I take a picture mm. of people in every single outfit that they own and then every single outfit that they try on. And then that way I know what they bought. And so when they're like, oh, what should I wear? I can go through and be like, oh, do you remember when we got this? You should wear that. And then the benefit also is when I want to make fun of Nat, I can pull from the catalog of clothes that she already owned, like the smock dress with the blue and white stripes where you look like a little sailor girl. Uh, and not like the cool style, like Sailor Moon. I mean, like Navy style. Oh man, I that's just a little info dress. about me and what I like to do. I also have a, I have a picture of every single outfit that Steph wears because she tried all of her clothes on once for us so that we could go through that. Yeah, I feel like I didn't buy anything. No. We never, we never like, did the shopping day. We just did the outfit day. No, I actually Tragedy. need to purge my own closet now because it's full of COVID wear, and I yeah. Here's the I thing: you don't need that. It needs changing. You don't need a lot of clothes. I if my rule is if I don't wear it in a year, I throw it out. So, or I'll I'll like uh, donate it or try to sell it. I don't take tags off clothes until after I've worn them, so that I know um, that I didn't wear this, and so I can resell it. Also, this episode has gone on too long. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to share the pictures of the beautiful outfits you've seen from TV shows and movies, because there are so many that we did not get to, please message us on Instagram or on Twitter at EatsCast. This is the one and only time the Pinterest fact probably makes sense. Uh, We do have a a Pinterest at everyone and their sister, and we'll put a pin of every single outfit that we talk about today. Uh, And, you know, also side business. If you are looking for a little style reimagining, contact us. Hit me and stuff up. We... I was gonna say we're not doing anything else, but somehow we're both really busy. But we'll figure. We'll make time. We'll make time for this. Uh, it'll eat into my beautiful, beautiful do nothing time. But I love dressing people, so it's not a problem. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 such a big headache and it's I think it's again I was not drinking water can you hydrate yourself you animal like you should have a did you learn nothing did you learn nothing from 2016 tumblr like (sighs) hydrate I don't know what to tell you guys